0: coming up next on the wet fly swing podcast
1: and i just don't want to lose a chance to say this dave but you know caleb and i we're not experts by any means and when you mentioned like being called on certain crises or something like that that's not our role like i'm a teacher he's he's a pastor so he would play more but but we do want everybody who listens to our show to know that we do care about you and uh we and we we love you man like um we, lo- we love the people that listen to our show and we're very proud and happy to have them listen to our show. And, and I love all human beings. I, t- I teach eighth grade, man. So <laughs> I, see, I see kids uh, from all works of life.
0: That was Joshua Simmons with a little passion to start your day. Tips for dad and fly fishing, perfection versus progress and Sturgill Simpson today on The Swing. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Hey, how's it going today? Thanks for stopping by the show. One great way to help get the word out on this podcast and help a few other anglers out there uh, get some of the great content we have going here with these amazing guests is to share uh, the podcast. Most apps have a real easy uh, one-click button or maybe a couple clicks down there at the bottom and, uh, and just click share it email it out, maybe send a text to somebody, a link. This show is a fun one. Uh, definitely, we, uh, I guess we all think they're fun. They're all good. But, uh, but share it out if you get a chance. We'd appreciate that in advance. Today's episode is sponsored by Eastern Idaho's Yellowstone-Teton Territory, one of North America's most renowned zones for fly fishing. From the Henry's Fork to the South Fork of the Snake and all the alpine lakes in between, Yellowstone-Teton Territory provides anglers and other outdoor enthusiasts all the information they need to plan their trip visit wetflyswing.com teton right now to get a full list of outfitters lodges fly shops and all the inspiration you need to get started on your next eastern idaho trip that's wetflyswing.com teton t-e-t-o-n today's episode is sponsored by range meal bars each bar is 700 calories and fits easily into the pocket of your backpack vest or wherever you need Range bars are made using only the highest quality gluten-free ingredients, and they are the most convenient and compact way to get out the door and on the river. You can support this podcast and a great local company right now by heading over to wetflyswing.com slash range. That's R-A-N-G-E. Range Meal bars a legitimate meal in your pocket. Joshua and Caleb Simmons are here to share their dads on the fly story. We discover how they created a podcast around fly fishing and dads, who some of their favorite guests were, uh, which includes some guests we've had on this show as well. We dig into that. And then we uh, find out about a big live event they have coming here this next year. This is something they're kicking off. And I guess the only uh, the hint here is that you do need a son this year. So I'm, I'm out of the loop on this one. but I'm hoping to get in on it next year. Favorite quote from this one, as we talked about uh, at the start here, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. That's one of my favorite quotes. So without further ado, Here it is, Caleb and Joshua Simmons from Dadsonthefly.com. How's it going, guys? Doing great, man. Thanks for having us on.
1: Yeah, Dave, really appreciate you uh, taking the time to to be with us uh, today, man. We're big fans of your show and appreciate what you do for the fly fishing community.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likewise. I think that, uh, you know, when I saw your podcast pop up a while back, I was like, nice. You know, I mean, I'm a dad. But it's always good, you know, like I always try to say, getting more fly fishing podcasts and and just more podcasts in general out there, so I'm stoked to uh dig into what you guys have going today, so let's um we always like to take it back to a little bit on, and we don't have to go deep in this, but a little bit about how you guys both you know got into fly fishing. I'm assuming since your your brother's there that you maybe had a had a dad yourself. Let us hear the story there
1: well, it was kind of interesting um we grew up in kind of South Carolina away from I guess rivers and Sort of in the flatlands of South Carolina, and we grew up pond fishing, mainly lake fishing. But uh, in two thousand and seven, uh, I married my wife, and we moved to uh, a little the little town we live in now, which is right in the heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains. And uh, somewhere along the lines in there, um, I was I was gifted a fly rod, and uh, there's there's all kinds of ways to tell this story, but you know I caught my first trout. Uh, me and Caleb. I think to get—I know it was my first trout. Caleb was with me. We were we were spin fishing um, in some hatchery-supported water, uh, stocked fish, and uh, I always tell the story about my fly fish experience. I remember getting out of the water one day, and we had caught just so many fish. And these uh, this man and woman were fly fishing. I'll, I'll remember it till the day I die. And they they were fly fishing. They got out, and she was like, "Yeah, I caught two <laughs> i think we had caught in the 20s and uh i was like man i'll never do that <laughs> and uh and to this day right now i don't think i could throw a spin rod across this classroom that i'm sitting in right now <laughs> so my life has totally changed but caleb kind of has his own story of a guy taking him i'll let him tell that one.
0: Oh, that's great
2: i love that yeah let's hear your story caleb so um about 2012 2013, I had uh, started a new job. Uh, I'm a, I'm a pastor at a local church here, associate pastor. And a guy in my church just uh, he's been fly fishing for a long time, and uh, just as a gift to me, he said, "Man, I want to take you take you to the river." And uh, I was stoked because I grew up loving fishing. Our, I think Joshua was telling you our dad took us fishing a lot, like ponds and lakes. We did a lot of lake fishing where we grew up in South Carolina, but I'd never tried this fly fishing thing. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go fire it up." So he takes me to, uh, the Tuckasegee River over in Jackson County here in Western North Carolina. It's a pretty popular spot in Western North Carolina, um, delayed harvest stream. And, uh, he ties on some woolly buggers and we go out for a couple of hours and I catch about five or six, uh, trout, uh, stripping streamers. And in that moment I knew like, holy cow, we got a problem. Um, I'm going <laughs> to have to do this more often and, uh. We joke about it now, he he goes up, we went on a Saturday, he goes to my wife the next day that he sees her at, at church on Sunday, and he just goes, Sal- Sally's my wife's name, he goes up to Sally and just goes, Sally, I am so sorry. And my wife was like, why? Like, Caleb had a great time, I'm so glad he went, I think he's found a new hobby he wants to get into, and the guy's name was Dave, and Dave was like, yeah, that's why I'm apologizing, I'm so <laughs> sorry, because I go out the next day and go to a fly shop and drop a good bit of cash on some gear, this is pre key So I didn't feel like I had to, you know, worry about it as bad. And, um, yeah, that just started, a an addiction really. And, uh, that guy's taking me some and then started going a lot on our own. And, uh, it, it really became just, it's, it's become really special to me.
0: That is so cool. It is. It's always like, I love the story. I love getting that first story because it's always different. But it's usually something around, like, rarely do you hear that story where people are like, oh, I just kind of got into it. It's always like the passion like that. It's like, okay, I'm I'm done, you know, goodbye.
1: We just started meeting all these people. I had a, a, a school friend that I teach school with, um, another guy that's kind of been like a mentor to me, and they are like, we need to go fly fishing, not just, I mean, look where you live. and And I think that's kind of what brings it back to me a lot is where I live. I mean, last night I was able to take my son for an hour and a half and, and catch wild brown trout just 10 minutes from my house. And you just can't beat where, where we live with the access to different types of water.
0: <laughs> right, And that you guys probably see this as well, but the cool thing about now is that it's not just a trout game, you know? So oh, yeah. anywhere in the country, any state, you know, even in the middle of the country, there's some panfish or there's something that you can, you know, and it's just great. I mean, fly fishing for bluegill, right? I mean, it's all good.
1: My son loves that. That's his favorite thing to do. We found a place around here to go catch bluegill. He does it all on his own. He loves it. <laughs> it's
0: his favorite. Oh, amazing. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I think fly fishing is in such a, you know, I grew up around it, you know, a while back. So I, I've, I've seen that transition and it's uh, it's really cool to see where it's at now. But So the podcast, and I want to send everybody out to Dads on the Fly, you guys, you know, your podcast, because I love, you know, getting the word out to new shows and And you guys have some good stuff going on there. How did that start? So you've got, so you're addicted now. You're back in the day when you got started, but how does it come to where this this podcast idea comes up?
2: Well, thanks for uh, pointing people to it. We really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'd love for anybody to go check it out and find it wherever you get your podcast ads on the fly. Um, But it kind of started just as a idea. Um, Joshua and I had started fishing a lot together uh which is another cool thing about this whole sport that we both fell in love with it's given us a lot more time together as brothers and um we feel like we have a pretty special relationship that not all brothers have and uh so we're pretty we love that part of it and then um i think uh it just started we we go on a family vacation every year and every year when we go josh and not take a day and go fish um and uh, we just started talking about you know we had fooled around with creating some videos together but we just we we got faces for radio we say so um, we're all about just doing the audio stuff and and video editing is a is a whole nother beast and so we just um feel like we had the time for that
1: he's being very kind he's being very kind saying that i had fooled around making a video and it wasn't very good and so (laughs) that's that's really where this all comes down to and uh yeah so one night he we we had this text message thread and i was like we got to do something with this passion we have and um and Caleb said, why don't we start a podcast? And I said, well, that's great. I said, there's a lot of pot. And I was like, I was all in because that's kind of me. I'm all in for any kind of new adventure. But uh, I'll let Caleb continue the story because we were, we had to kind of find a different, not just a fly fishing podcast.
2: Yeah. And I think that's what sold me on the idea too, was, you know, it was like, Hey, you know, we, we love to tell stories. That's kind of our thing. We love to sit around and talk with other people. Uh Josh and I are both probably pretty extroverted and, and love just meeting new people and talking to new people about their stories and their experience. Um, and so we also have a lot of great conversations just to and from the river. Um, you know, that's, we, we go fish a lot together and it felt like a lot of those times going to the river, uh, you know, being on the side of the river, Um, was when we had some of our best conversations just about life uh we're both uh young dads and we would talk a lot about our kids and things that we were going through with their kids joshua's kids are older than mine so i would always ask him a lot of questions about like certain things with his, his kids and so we were just like you know um one of the things we know too about fly fishing is that we don't have it all figured out yet. Like we're not, we're not experts. We're learning a lot of this as we go. And that's kind of where the idea of dads on the fly came from. Like we're figuring out fishing, we're figuring out parenting, and we're kind of doing it all on the fly. We're trying to learn from other people. And uh, I think that's one of the things that sets, not, not saying that sets our podcast apart, but like we, we're, we're weekend warriors like most folks and we're just trying to learn as we go. Um, and, uh, so, so it's been, it's been really neat to see how it's kind of taken off. We started it saying, you know, this is probably just going to be for our mom and dad to hear stories about his fly fishing. And and apparently some other people have found it entertaining as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think, well, I think that's cool for me is, and I'm just listening to stories that, I mean, you guys are brothers, right? So not only do you have the dads, but you know, it's really like a family thing. It seems like, because not everybody, gets along well enough with their, their family, you know what I mean? To go out fishing. I mean, I have three brothers, they're all older and, uh, and we've been close, you know, in different periods and stuff. And we talk. but I mean, I definitely don't go fishing with them, you know, and that's not for any reason, just that everybody has different lives. Right. And that's, it's cool to hear your story. So you guys are so close. Has that always been that way with you two?
1: No, it's not. We, we grew up, um, we're four years apart. So I'm the, uh, the eldest, we have a running joke when we have on guests, we usually have them guess who's the older because they don't know until they see us in person. Sometimes they guess wrong. So that's always a fun (laughs) joke with our guests. But when I moved to uh, where we live now, right here in Canton, North Carolina, um, Caleb was just in college and uh, when he got out of college, he got a job teaching school here before he went to the ministry. um, And now he lives one road behind me. (laughs) So we're, we're about as close as it can get. He comes down here and we, record our episodes right here in my basement and and we fish together all the time and we've never had anything like fly fishing that really brought us together. Caleb played football I didn't um I mean we, we always loved sports growing up but we were never on like same teams because we were so far apart in age and fly fishing brought us together in a lot of ways and and through that it's kind of turned into this podcast that's even more brought us together and we talk all the time now about new guests and building these trips and where we're going to go and uh it's been a real blessing for us to just meet the community. Um, you know, Dave, you have all these great people on your show and it's just such a great community, man. We're just so, so blessed to be a part
0: of it. Yeah, that is it. I think that's what, it, what a lot of people say is that, the, you know, you're not going to make uh you know, if you are in the industry for, you know, with the business, you know, you're not going to make millions of dollars likely, but the community is cool and you're doing it for a good reason. And there's always, you know, protecting the species, right. It's always, there's the conservation backdrop and, and it's just good people. So that is really cool. What, what is on, so on your show, you know, the, you know, the premise, I, you know, I get the dads on the fly, but tell somebody that hasn't listened to it, what they could expect if they, if they were going to go in, do you guys have a, a set sort of a, a system on how you, you know, who you choose and what topics are, stuff like that?
2: Yeah, sure. So, uh, A lot of times we do interviews, uh, we usually throw in probably, I'd say about two-thirds of our episodes now um, are us interviewing other people in the fly fishing community. Um, And uh, so our podcast, we say, is kind of about three things. Um, It's about fly fishing, fatherhood, and, uh, and sometimes we have a faith component to it as well. And so, mm-hmm. um, if we if we meet a guest that meets two of the three of those criteria, we'll have them on, and um, we usually start talking about their story, kind of like what you were just asking, us uh, their story getting into fly fishing, and then any areas of expertise um that they have about certain things. Um, I mean, we've had guests who have traveled around the world fly fishing. We have folks who are super uh, into fly tying. We have guys who are super um, you know, just into tracking certain species. Um, we'll kind of do a deep dive into their area of expertise or about their story. And then, uh, then usually second half of the episode, we talk about, um, dad things like getting their kids out on the water, what experiences they've had, there, stories they've had with their kids in the water tips for getting their kids out on the water and getting them outside. Um, and I'd say that's kind of the main premise of the show about the other third of the episodes are me and Joshua just talking back and forth about our experiences and our stories. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. That's cool. So it's all focused, like you said, the three things: fly fishing, uh, fatherhood, and, and faith. Which is, uh, I love the uh, what is that alliteration, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. Kind of uh, <laughs> It's very good, man.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it is good. And then, uh, and then, dad's on the fly. I love that too because you know it's it's on the fly, right? It's all that stuff going on.
1: Um, yeah. Luckily, you would think a lot more thought went into that <laughs> right. name, but it really was yep. a. It really was like a midnight text message thread that just. Caleb kind of texted it, and I was like, "That's it, don't lose it." And so we went like the next week and said, "We got to get this done," uh, and kind of just so you know we could get that domain and kind of just roll from there.
2: Yeah, make sure the domains are available. So bought all the domains. We're like, "Hey, grab that Instagram tag while we can." So that's right. Yeah, that's cool. So so it sounds good.
0: It flows. Um, Well, let's talk a little bit about you know I mean you've had how many episodes now are you guys up to? 62 was this week i think Caleb. is that right that's right yep yeah 62 so you guys are you doing uh one uh trying to get one out a week
1: we currently do one a week we are uh we have to have our breakfast business meeting discussion <laughs> which is just me and him you know at the end of uh 2022 to decide uh if we're gonna do can keep doing weekly or bi-weekly um next next year but uh we do we do those just me and him like he was saying uh, we try to break it up if we have a string of interviews we try to break it up with a story we we told we said when we started it was going to be um we did want to tell our stories sometimes too about our own kids and how we took our kids fishing or we took our moms fishing or took our wives fishing and um or we got to go to Wyoming or we got to go here or there and so we try to integrate those in there um and you know surprisingly sometimes Caleb me and him will laugh uh Some people like those as much as they like the other ones. We didn't think we were that entertaining. And we're really not. (laughs) But I guess because we're brothers, we just have that back and forth. We can kind of go at each other. And it kind of makes for uh, some funny
0: lines and stuff like that. Some good stories. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think that is a good tip for anybody is that, yeah, try new things because you never know, right? You might think you aren't good at something and then people love it. So good. Well, uh, well, let's talk. So you mentioned, I mean, you've had these, all these episodes now. Um, do you guys have kind of a, you probably don't, I mean, like a list of, you know, you've had the guests on, but some of the tips and tricks for dads, like if you, if somebody asks you like, you know, give us, give us a a rundown of some of the tips your guests have said, or that you have for being kind of getting your kids out or being a better dad. What what do you, what would you say to that?
1: Number one tip, Caleb's going to tell you, and we all know what it is. Number one tip, Caleb is have enough.
2: Got to bring the snacks, baby. Gotta bring the food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that from anybody we talk to, Dave, from I'm talk- people who have fished all over the world to people who just fish right here in West North Carolina as gods, they all say, if you're going to take kids, make sure you have enough snacks.
0: Yeah. Snacks are good. And not too much sugar, right? Because you don't want them to jump off the, off the car or the ceiling, right? No, like good snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess you could talk about this too age-wise, right? Because you, you could be a dad and have a you know, a kid, uh, you know, from being just born to, I mean, maybe your kid's 25, right. Do you guys talk to many people that are kind of have older kids and get into those conversations?
1: We do. One of our, uh, favorite episodes, we have a, a local uh, man here who has caught a trout in a thousand North Carolina trout streams. Um, he has his own kind of system. He does, it has to be on a fly. He tied, and those were two of our biggest episodes in our first year. Uh, but yeah, he has older kids and, uh, Gets them out on the water. Some we've also had other folks who uh, who've had older, and I think it, when you, they get to that age, you get to plan trips with them maybe a little easier.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was the what was that episode? Do you remember the the? I'll put a link in the show notes to that one if we can find it. Uh, I could pull it up, Caleb. You want to talk
2: about? Uh... Yeah, sure. Let Joshua pull it up. I'll tell you too. Going back to your question, Dave, some of the things that that we learned the most. You know, we joke about the snacks thing because it is funny. Everybody. Yeah. So
0: that's a good. It's a good one though. For young kids, that's a huge tip.
2: Yeah, I think two of the main ones though that everybody talks about the most are um, are just your patience, first of all, um, you know, especially with taking kids on the water. Those of us who get really excited and are super passionate about fly fishing, uh, we're usually pretty on the go and uh, doing whatever it takes to catch fish. And uh, when you've got kids on the water, man, it's it's just a different ball game. Uh, you're going to go a lot slower than you normally do, probably. And uh, but I think the biggest one that, that we've learned through this whole thing is just really managing expectations. Um, when you take your kids fly fishing, you're not going fishing. That's not the goal, uh, especially when they're young kids. The goal of fly fishing when you take young kids like young kids is not to go catch fish. The goal is to go spend time together with your kids. Um, And uh, to let them see what you're passionate about, you know, if they're passionate about it, you give them opportunities to be passionate about it, but really the goal is all about uh, spending time together outdoors, you know, you're away from the screens, you're away from all the distractions, usually the places we go your cell phone doesn't even work Um, It's about just creating memories with your kids, you know, we had, uh, we had, um, Tom Rosenbauer from Orvis on a episode not too long ago. And, uh, he talked about that. Like he's got a, he's got a son who's not really into fly fishing. Like it's just not his thing. Um, but he still figured out ways, uh, you know, to get them outside, going to the river with them, like foraging for mushrooms and doing all these cool things. And and I think that's important to be mindful of, you know, fly fishing is our thing as a way to try to spend time with our kids. But, uh, we've talked about too, like, we don't force it on them. Like we don't want them, we want them to beg us to take them fishing. We don't want them to be like, Oh dad, it's a drag. I got to go fishing with you again. Um, right. And, uh, and I think that's really important to think about, you know, just managing yeah. those expectations of, um, cause I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a passionate dude. I'm all about success and trying to, uh, to get, you know, find success on the water, doing whatever it takes to find success. And so sometimes when I take my kids, I can get real, focused on the fishing instead of what the day's really about yeah
1: I just want to piggyback on what he said and just just comes from experience last well actually last night um, yesterday evening I was just able to take my 11 year old son out for an hour maybe an hour and a half and uh, we were on a very tight blue line stream like we have here in North Carolina stream not as wide as maybe six eight feet maybe in some spots not even that wide and um, I fished that stream so many times in my life but when I'm with him, it's a different experience. I slow down more. Um, I can't go with the speed maybe I want to go because I like to fish fast, and it makes you kind of appreciate uh, where you're at more. He wants to like climb this rock or <laughs> um, look at this big stick I found, or and then when we do catch a fish, you know he's all about wanting to get it back in the water. He's very conscientious about wanting to get it back in the water quick, make sure we take care of it. And, and that's his personality. Like that's what he's about. And so even if he's not always cat, like last night we were in a tight stream, he didn't really want to cast. He was like, dad, I'm not from comfortable casting right here. I feel like I'll get hung in the tree, but you cast. And if you hook the fish, I want to come net it. And I want, and so we, that's just a different experience. Um, but it was such a cool experience. And the wild trout we were able to catch in that short time with the fall colors. I mean, he he absolutely loved it. I want to come back here. <laughs> it's a Thursday, he said, I want to come back to this stream now. And so he's got a place. Um, and that's what I would say. Sometimes my my kids are not always at the beginning like, they, oh, I kind of don't want to. Maybe I do want to go. But, man, when we get out of the water, it's always like, this was so fun. I'm so glad we did it. <laughs> they, they always, yeah. they, they they've realized how much fun they had. And it's just about being with their dad. And that's what we try to say on our show a lot being with your kids means more to them sometimes than you understand. Um, and you don't understand how their little brains work if they're younger kids and it means more. And as an older, you know, as an an older kid and my dad, I still want to take him fishing and I still want to be with him. There's still that connection that you have with your dad.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's my part of my story is, you know, my dad got me into when I was a little kid, but now he's at the other end, right? He's in his eighties and he's, I mean, really, we, for the years, for the last 10 years, I was taking him down the river, right? So he took me down the river for years. I was taking him down the river in the whitewater in the drift boat. And, we, you know, we get into whitewater is always a joke because he was like, all right, don't get me wet. You know, so we go, going through like class three rapids and stuff. But, but you know, now he can't go. He literally can't, you know, he can't go on these trips anymore. And it's it's been tough. But, you know, I look at it and just think of like, wow, all the great trips we had you know and so I think of my own kids the same way is that you know I'd be really happy at the end of the day if my kids could take me down the river or whatever it is right just be outdoors like you're saying so this is awesome today's episode is sponsored by Zag.fish, who was founded with the idea of finding ethical solutions to fly tying products and services they've done just that by creating jobs for marginalized people both in the US and abroad They've got uh, everything covered. We've had a recent episode on with uh, John Grosta, who talked about uh, some of the great products they have with the the fishing he does in Florida uh, with the Fairflies brushes. They've got the 5D brushes and their uh, fly fur, which is pretty amazing. Tons of people are loving this stuff for its durability and the speed that allows you to tie flies. John talked about that on the podcast uh, and he said that just uh, basically it's going to add on at least 15 to 20 minutes to uh, each fly you tie if you're not using these brushes. Zag also has uh, Wasatch custom angling tools in their satchel with over 50 uh, custom heirloom tools that go along with your materials. So they are a true do-it-yourself company, and you got to check out zag.fish right now. If you want to, you can head over to wetflyswing.com zag. And you can get 20% off your first order by clicking through that link and uh, let them know you heard of them through this podcast and you'll get that 20% discount right now. That's wetflyswing.com zag, Z-A-G. Okay, back to the show. So you guys talked about a few, that we got snacks, patience, we got some good tips here. I'm curious on, so Tom Rosenbauer, talk about your guests you've had on the show um, I know uh, you mentioned off air David Coggin's who we had on as well super awesome guy. Talk about a few of the big guests, maybe some of your bigger episodes and maybe some tips that they they gave us if you guys remember.
1: Our biggest episode or a couple of them. I go back to David Coggin's episode. Um
0: Yeah, is he like what is he, Joshua? He's like the uh, the man. He's like the super
1: uh I call him the most interesting man in the world. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's the man's man. Yeah. But uh you know, he First of all, Dave, when we started this, we, we had some local folks, you know. Um, we had our own father. We have, we've had our wives on an episode. Um, we like to say we'll talk We'll talk to anybody. But Caleb had given me this book, and he's like, can you think you can get him? I'm kind of the guy who reaches out. That's kind of how we play this podcast back and forth. And I was like, yeah, I'll try to get him. I mean, I, I'll talk to anybody, try to talk to anybody. When he came on, he was so eloquent, as you know. from. But he talked about fish being – in places where they belong and like these six and eight inch brook trout that i catch here and these wild browns how they belong in that stream and i'll never forget that what he said that and it made me think in a deeper way like this is where i belong like I, i've lived in some other place in my life but i feel like haywood county north carolina is where i belong <laughs> and it's like my home now and uh and that meant a lot to me and i've kind of taken that um kind of with me from that episode yeah that was a cool one i don't want to steal caleb's thunder from other ones maybe he really liked but uh i love that one and uh we've had some other um yeah yeah, we've had go ahead
2: yeah i was just gonna say we've had a lot of great episodes it's hard to choose um joshua mentioned ray sug and you were asking those are episode 16 and 17 uh ray's just a cool uh i don't want to call him an old timer and like that's the, the man of a thousand streams um yeah he's called he's called fish in over a thousand streams in West in North Carolina. Um, so, uh, you know, we also had, uh, Jesse males back on from backwater fly fishing a little while ago. Um, he's an award, an award winning, uh, fly fish film creator. Oh yeah. He's created a lot of great films. Um, do you guys do when you do your episode, do you kind of, it
0: sounds like sometimes I guess you let it play, but sometimes you'll dig into some, some of their experiences and tips, or do you guys try to make a focus like, Hey, I'm going to try to get uh, a few tips. So at least I'm, you know,
1: yeah, our second half of the episode, we really try to talk to them about taking their kids fishing. Yeah. Um. So we like may dive into what they do. So if they're filmmakers or if they're guides or if they're school teachers or well, we may dive into that at the beginning. But the second half, we, we've really been more intentional in our second year of our show to say, hey, what do you do with your kids? How do you get them on the water?
2: Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I feel like Jesse's thing was big about like the expectation thing, too. Um, His kids are really young. Um, and so I don't know how much he's gotten them even on the water yet, but his story is just cool. He's just got a really interesting story um about how he mm-hmm. just basically sold everything, moved to Central America and uh started fly wow. fishing for all these crazy species and um, yeah, he's just got a really cool story. uh I'm trying to think of some other other i mean we got so many great guests yeah, um, it's hard. hard i and I, <laughs> the same way. Hard. Yeah. I'm the same way. We, when I look back, we've got
0: like, we're, we're approaching, I think we are over 400 episodes and I, it's starting to blend,
2: right? It, it's like when you do so many, it's hard to remember. So one of my favorite. sorry, I didn't want to mention this one. One of my favorite yeah, yeah. episodes we've ever done. I don't even know if it's like how big the play is right now. I'm not looking at our analytics, but uh, we had Wade Blevins. Um, and he's a, uh, he's a guy who his dad created a fly called the Sam's one bug. Um, and it's a fly for, uh, Mostly for like panfish, but he they say it catches everything mm-hmm. um, from panfish to to smallmouth to to even trout. Nice. Um, and uh, the story behind the creation of that fly, and then now how Wade uses that bug as a as a way to just um, share his love of fly fishing uh, with people. He gives the bugs away for free. Um, just a really cool story in uh, the connection that he has with his dad through it. Um, and, and how he's carrying that on with, with his kids and stuff. So it, it's neat. Um, yeah, that's an episode. It's, uh, I'm trying to think what, I think it's episode 55, uh, track that down too. It's, it's an awesome yeah. story, uh, just about, and that's the thing that just being honest, like that I love about this, everybody's stories are so different. Everybody's stories are so unique, but there's always something really, um, you know, there's some themes that we see in all of them, especially, ones where there's that great connection between father and son and uh, that just shows me more how special it is and why why i'm trying to be intentional with my own sons um and uh and and you the outdoors is a way to do it, i think is really nice. that's
0: right well and do you guys see on the other end i mean obviously there's a you know there's a lot of positive messages, but do you guys ever dig into some of the challenges? Like I think some of my own challenges, right. With, with my, my dad and my family, but do you guys ever dig into that to see some of the other side? Like, well, here's some things that didn't go so well. And what happened?
1: We have, um, we have times where we talk, I think a lot of those, um, you know, some people are more comfortable with that as guests. I feel like me and Caleb do more of that when we do our own episodes, just me and him, we're, we're pretty open about our own challenges and, uh, discourages frustrations if that makes sense um with with children i mean raising children is not i don't think easy (laughs) i don't think anybody just does it perfectly i think yeah we all as dads have mistakes um we did a mistakes episode which got a lot of cool uh, yeah we did an episode just on fly fishing mistakes compared to dad mistakes um that was pretty cool and uh kind of comparing those two so we do we both are very open about the things we can do better um I think the thing we hear more from guests is that don't pressure your kids into doing it or being on the water. Um, I get some folks, kids are not going to have much of a choice because maybe they guide and they're on the water every day. (laughs) The kids are just going to be in it. You know what I mean? Um, For us, it's just, it's a little different. We, we kind of fish like Caleb said, weekend warriors, but yeah, man, the, the thing we just get into, the more relationships you build with people and, you know, Caleb said, as we, we don't forget episodes. We, there's been more and more we put out, but I mean, I get the cell phone numbers of just about everybody we have on. And, and and I just try to be, I know I'm just a little fish and a little guy right here in West North Carolina, but, but I always tell them when we're done with the episode, if there's ever anything we could do for you. Um, most of these guys are far more accomplished than we'll ever be, but we want to let them know that also dad's on the fly is there for them. If they were to ever be in a, a time of need or somebody to just pray for them or something. And, um, that's been the coolest thing for me, Dave, because I love people. and yeah. I never thought I'd get to meet some of these cool people that I've gotten to meet through the podcast. And right. it's been a blessing.
0: I love that. Yeah. You guys are there for, I mean, uh, yeah, you're a resource obviously for people listening, but, uh, but it could be even deeper than that, right? If somebody's ch- a challenge, you know, you can imagine if, uh, something really, you know, tragic or bad happens, you guys are there for, if somebody needs somebody to talk to, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, I think we try to be that, um, as best we can just, and that's the whole kind of mission Mountain podcast is like, we just want to try to encourage dads and anglers. Like, we just want to let, you know, people who are getting into fly fishing know like, Hey, don't be intimidated by this thing. We know it can be that way sometimes, but like, if we can figure it out, you certainly can. Uh, and the same thing with, with being dads, like it's not for the faint of heart, but, um, our our hope is just through telling other people's stories that that people and, and our own story that people can be encouraged um, and and dads can realize like hey you know w- we can do this we can figure it out but um we also don't want to try to do it alone either so let's uh, let's use this awesome community that we have to uh to get better at it.
1: There was one moment when I don't know we were maybe six months into the show maybe eight months I can't remember um, I get a DM on our social media from a guy. I don't even remember which episode he listened to, but uh him and his wife were expecting their first child. And I think she had kind of been going through some ups and downs as that happens sometimes in and when you're having trying to have babies. And uh he just reached out and said, I did a Google search, found you guys, and man, just listened to a few episodes and it's You've just been really reassuring to me, and from that point on, that that message just stuck with me. And I was like, Caleb, we're, we're never going to quit doing this. Cause even if we just, even if we can just encourage or or help one person out there that's going through this together, um, we know we've got a thing that's doing something good.
0: Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, you guys are taking it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It's this is a deep. You're a little deeper than the, the the just fly fishing, obviously, right? I mean, this is a bigger thing, and I, I was kind of we had a, a Mad River Brian Fleschig from Mad River Outfitters that he we were kind of joking about it, but he said like fly fishing, you know, don't get too serious about it. We're not saving babies, right? That was his quote, right? We're not saving babies here. But I kind of came back and I was like, well. There's actually a lot of power in fly fishing. If you just look at what it does for people, you know, I mean, you hear a lot of stories about meditation or, you know, people are on the river and it helps them relax and probably taking down stress makes them live longer. Right. I mean, you got all these things that it does. And then you guys, I think are taking a little step further where you're literally saying, Hey, you know, this is real legit stuff. People, you know, uh, wives that are having baby go through, go through some tough challenges. I went through it myself, right? We were big time challenge, and sometimes relationships break up, right? I mean, all this stuff, it's. I mean, do you guys ever feel overwhelmed by, because you're talking about it here and it it resonates with me, but do you ever feel overwhelmed with like, you know, maybe pressure? Somebody's going to call you up and be like, man, I'm on the verge of committing suicide or my wife just left me. What do I do? What's your take there?
2: Man, we have not experienced that yet. And, um, you know, that, that would be one of those things where we would, we would obviously not try to, uh, take on more than we could handle with that. And uh, would want to try to refer them to the right people, talk to um you know i know we we have talked a lot about like how sometimes we do dive into some deep stuff but we we have a lot of fun too like our episodes man we're goofing off we're cutting up with these people um and and having a good time um but you know one of the things and you you hit it at it like i really do believe there there's there's something about being on the water that's healing um there's something about being outside that uh just provides something for us that that we don't get anywhere else. Um, you know, for me personally, there, there's a spiritual connection there. Um, and, uh, obviously, and the guy, your, you guy you had on, um, from Matt river, he's right in a way, you know, we don't take it is fly fishing. It's supposed to be fun. I mean, <laughs> when we had Rosenbauer, right. when we had Rosenbauer yeah. on not too long ago, like, or, or, and, uh, we got another episode coming up with, um, uh, Tim Camisa from trout and Feather and uh oh yeah he's awesome oh, yeah. Guy. He's, but he's, like he's, we yeah. joked about that so much like so people some people just get so just hard up for this. they don't ever yeah like, the whole reason for this is to enjoy ourselves right like the whole point of this is right. to have fun and yes does it have some deeper meaning 100 and should we pay attention to that absolutely yeah but uh but at the end of the day, like if we're not enjoying this, why are we even doing it? Yeah, exactly. It's becoming if it's becoming a drag. What's the point? It's like yeah. it's losing its it's losing its luster, and maybe we should move on to something else. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, I think I hope that answered your question. It did. No, I think I and I don't mean
0: to didn't want to take this down a a deep dark road, oh, but no, I, th- no, I think no. that. I think it, it, there is a lot of stuff going on out there and, uh, and you guys are obviously, you know, like you said, you said it yourself, some guy was having a hard time. He called or he didn't even call. He just listened to your episode. And, uh, and that's pretty powerful. Like, you know, a podcast.
1: Yeah. He, I mean, it was just like encouraging him. That's our thing. We just want to encourage guys to guys and know they can, they can do it. They can be dad. that dad, being dad's hard sometimes. Yeah. And,
2: uh, and so, and I don't think, sorry, I did interrupt you. John, go ahead. But I don't think there's a lot of spaces out there. That's one of the things we try to do with our, with our episodes and our podcasts is there's not a lot of space necessarily out there. Um, and that we're, we guys are talking about the realness of, of being dads and the struggles and, and the frustrations. And, mm-hmm. um, so we just use fly fishing, I guess, as a means to, to be able to talk about that and encourage guys in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. it's cool. Yeah, but
1: then there's some episodes where all we do is just talk about trying to like fool a smallmouth with yeah. a new streamer Caleb Todd. And it's not very deep at all. So, yeah, yeah. so don't think, you know, some people right. listen like well, these guys didn't do anything in this episode about what they said. Well that's right. Sometimes our show just bounces around yeah. and uh, and we kinda it's on the fly. We keep it that way on purpose. Like you never to know that. what you're gonna get this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's good to do that. I think it is good to mix it up because I mean, people now could go over there and find, like you said, some tips and tricks episode, right? Find out how to catch some smallmouth or whatever. But uh, but it, I think at the diversity, we hear that too, that people love, you know, they never know what you're going to say, right? I mean, part of this sure. is like right now, I didn't know where this episode was going to go. But I think it's cool that it went down that road a little bit just to go a little deeper, right, to make that connection of like, okay, yeah, if you want something, you know, uh, w- want to go down that road, you guys might have something to chat about there. and And, and as you look out now, I mean, now we're you know, we're into kind of coming the end of 2022 right here pretty soon as you look out next year and maybe the next couple of years, how do you see the show evolving? What do you guys, do you, do you look at that and think like, well, we're going to be going this route or do you just kind of just keep flowing with it?
1: Well, we have a couple of cool things that we really want to do. And, and part of it in our episodes is exactly what you said. And I, I just don't want to lose a chance to say this day, but you know, Caleb and I, we're not experts by any means. And when you mentioned like being called on certain crisis or something like that. That's not our role. Like I'm a teacher, he's, he's a pastor, so he would play more, but, but we do want everybody who listens to our show to know that we do care about you. And, uh, we, and we lo- we love you, man. Like, um, we, lo- we love the people that listen to our show and we're very proud to- and happy to have them listen to our show. And, and mm-hmm. I love all human beings. I, te- oh, yeah. I teach eighth grade, man. So oh, wow. <laughs> I see, I see kids uh, from all works of life and, uh, and that's just something that I figured out through fly fishing, um, I just keep meeting interesting people and, and I do appreciate them and care for them. And I, and I would want all of our listeners and, and, uh, your listeners to always know that, you know, um, there's somebody out to right. somebody who cares about you and, um, and, uh, for sure. But for the 2023, we do have one, um, big, exciting thing that we're doing. And, uh, right here in our backyard, we are hosting, um, our first dad's son retreat weekend. And, uh, we're doing that here get a chance to come in and have a all day guided fishing with your son on that Saturday, uh, campfire time on Friday night and Saturday night, a couple of nice home cooked meals. And, uh, we're excited about that because it's just going to be time for those dads to be intentional and wow. present
0: with their kids. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. So what now describe this a little more. So this is an event for somebody who wants to, um, is this open to anybody or how's that look?
1: So for this first one, <laughs> because we're trying to start small. Um, yeah. For this first one, it's going to be open to uh, dads and sons. Um, we're working on – a. I have a daughter, so we're working on a oh, dad-daughter gotcha. one down the line. But for, for for this first one, we're we're doing dads and sons, and uh, it's going to be for – we think we've decided, Caleb, on <laughs> – we're kind of still in the works of this. But kids about um, – from like, like 8 to 14, um, we're not – We're not quite equipped for the four and five and six year olds right now, Uh, just as a challenge. But so that's what we're kind of catering it to is uh, dads with their sons from uh, about eight to 14 years old and just come in on a Friday night here to beautiful Western North Carolina mountains and uh, fish with us all day on Saturday and stay at a beautiful place and just really have time to be present.
2: Yeah. Our goal in that is, is really just to give, like Josh was saying, give dads and their sons an opportunity to be real intentional together And our hope too, in that trip is to really make the dads, the hero. Um, like we want them to be the ones that like, we're, we're going to point them in the right direction and hopefully give them some guidance of like, Hey, here's some stuff you can do while you're here this weekend. Um, but our, our goal is to really just try to foster those relationships as best we can.
0: Right. Yeah. And this is so, and I look at myself, I'm actually have two, uh, I'm in the range of the age. So I've got, uh, you know, kind of the eight and 10, but, uh, two girls. So I might, might have to wait till your next, uh, girls. Would you have some, uh, dads and, and daughters, right?
2: Yeah, that's something we're definitely looking <laughs> at in the future. Uh, we want to make that happen. So yeah, dad and daughter, style. this, this, is the first one we're trying it out, you know, this is going to kind of be the beta. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're keeping it real small. Um, I think we've got room for like, uh, I think it's like seven dads and sons. Um, like I said, we're keeping this one real small and then we'll probably try to do another one in the fall um and uh maybe be able to make it a little bit bigger but um you know this first one we're going to beta it out and then and then go from there
0: today's episode is sponsored by fishhound expeditions who puts together remote alaskan wilderness trips for that bucket list trip of a lifetime and these aren't your typical lodge-style trips or DIYing it. This is basically floating down the river in remote Alaska with the rainbows, the bears, and all the critters out there. But getting the luxurious uh, comforts of camping with tents and cots and good food and all that stuff. We've had Adam on in a number of episodes here and, uh, and actually just give away a big trip uh, this year up to Alaska. So he's been doing some good stuff. Adam and the crew have done a great job. We were on a trip with them down on this, uh, this remote section. We had the northern lights uh, one night. We had um, beautiful floating down the river. We had white water, uh, good food, big campfires, uh, you name it. Got some nice big rainbows, got some coho. It was just an epic all-around trip, and it definitely was a trip of a lifetime. You can head over right now if you want to check this out, wetflyswing.com fishhound and check in with Adam and pick his brain to see what kind of trips they have on the list. I know they're filling up quick, so if you want to get in there for this next year, uh, check out Fishhound, F-I-S-H-H-O-U-N-T, to connect with Adam and the crew over the Fishhound. And you support this podcast by clicking through that link and uh, and checking in with the crew. Okay, back to the show. So this is interesting, you know, where yeah, we haven't, even, we've been talking here for a while now we haven't even really talked about fishing. So let, let's touch on that just briefly. So you're in a, you're in a spot. We've done some episodes, uh, around the area. We actually did a, um, kind of had a redfish episode a while back, um, near you guys, but talk about where you at. So you're, are. So you are now, are you guys in North Carolina and South Carolina or what's that look like?
2: Yeah, we're in Western North Carolina. Um, we're just outside of Asheville, North Carolina, little small town called Canton, uh, we're forty-five minutes from the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Um, oh yeah, we're um, but literally from our houses, we we live a street apart from each other. I could I could hit a solid driver to Joshua's house if I, if I needed to try really. Oh no, hard. kidding. You're right um, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. And uh, so we're we're twenty minutes in about four different directions um, from some really great trout water, smallmouth water. Um, there's even musky close by we haven't tried to take chase those yet Yep. um you know but we 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 consider ourselves very fortunate to live where we live and be so close to some great water right yeah that is really unique because you guys are in
0: this cool place where you do have some head to the coast and you've got some other opportunities but you're but yeah you got the mountains and you got some cool stuff there what is the you know the without the surprise special river well what's the big river everybody would know about something that people are fishing there
1: the Davidson had some big articles written about it. Um, if you're familiar with the Davis river, it's, it's okay. So it's gotten a lot of, uh, publicity, I guess we're, we're an hour and a half from the South Holston.
0: Oh, South. Uh, yeah. Right. Right.
1: But we, we haven't, we just got our drift. We just got our raft last December. Oh, nice. And, uh, we, we haven't ventured up there yet, but we,
0: what'd you guys pick up?
1: Uh, we got a river rat. Oh yeah. From, uh, river Rat USA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually had the opportunity to meet those guys great people over there at river Rap. and uh, it's perfect for me and Caleb uh especially to learn how to row and and float our rivers we have a lot of tight rivers around here yeah. so it's it can go a lot of places that maybe your drift boats can't so it's it's been a that's a whole nother we did an episode on it because a whole that's a whole nother, uh topic we go down um, just learning that whole, oh learn how you, you guys learn to
0: row and stuff like that. <laughs> kind of yeah and learn how to fish from a raft and, and all that. that's not and easy another
1: yeah we've done many episodes of, uh we actually had those guys on too from river rat they were able to um uh, be on with us yeah. the owners of that of that company but we just we fell in love and what we what what i feel sort of most um attached to is this these blue line streams around here catching those uh those wild fish and, and the native brookies um and that's just something you don't get everywhere. And uh, Caleb's right, though. It, it as we that's what we started doing. we were just trout bombs, right? And this summer we took on the smallmouth, and we didn't master it, but we were able to have a little bit of success. And so now we know next spring and summer that's there for us. And uh, you just keep evolving, man. Right?
0: That's really cool. What's the uh, so somebody's coming down, and we have talked. We've had a few episodes, like I said, around your area. We covered, you know, Virginia, we've been, we've kind of been all around, you know, like like all around the country, but I don't think we've specifically been right to your neck of the woods. What would be, you know, if somebody wanted to, if they were heading down there, you know, traveling around the country and going to be swinging through your area, is there a local fly shop where they could stop in and be like, Hey, I'm going to go for some wild brookies, that sort of thing. Is there somebody you'd reference for that?
2: Yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of great fly shops in this area. Um, you know, we mentioned David, Joshua mentioned Davidson river, Davidson river fly shops right down the road. Um, you got the Tuck Fly Shop in uh, Jackson County, Silva. They're also, they got a couple other locations like Bryson City and Waynesville. Um, there's a new fly shop that just opened up that we've been able to partner with a lot lately. And uh, Shannon from the Maggie Valley Fly Shop. Those guys are phenomenal. Um, we we highly recommend them if you're coming through the Maggie Valley area, uh, if you're going to be in like Cherokee or Anywhere around that, they're they're kind of on your way to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park if you're coming from Asheville. Um, and we would highly recommend calling them. They, they got great gods up there. They've got all the stuff you need. Um, they and he's really cool. They open up really early in the morning so that you can get there before you go to the river. Um, I think they open at like six a.m. Um, and uh, th- those guys are great. Perfect. Yeah, that gives us a few resources. We definitely talked to people out there
0: that are doing a lot of traveling or getting ready to do some traveling, and they they love the diverse. You know what I mean? You never know
2: who's going to be popping through, crossing through your state. Yeah, man. Well, the the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, which is close, it's um, it's the most visited national park in America. Um, wow. You know, I mean, it's I yeah, know that. it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's the most visited national park in America. Um, it's so big because you got it. You can come at it from so many different ways. Um, you know, it's in Tennessee and North Carolina and, um, a lot of camping, a lot of great, you nice. know, uh, just beautiful scenic area. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it gets a lot, especially in this time of year. Oh, really? This time of year. It's good. Right. Because everything else is getting cold.
0: Yeah. It's, it's freezing, but now yep. you're still getting nice weather.
2: Yeah. We're getting, well, I mean, it's, it's getting chilly, but you know, a lot of people come down here, see all the leaves, the color changing. Yeah. What's, what's chilly get, tell us it. Cause we don't, you know, figure out. Okay. But. Yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> We got our first frost the other day. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. But today, what's it going to be? What's what's your what's your high temperature today? Uh, I think
2: the high today is like 50, 55, something. Oh yeah, like
0: that. that's yeah, there you go. So that's not bad. That's that's pretty good.
2: So pleasant. Yeah, yeah,
0: good good. Yeah, I was up in Alaska here a few weeks ago in Talkeetna at the base of Denali. Um, you know, and and it was nice when we were there, right? I mean, definitely had some stuff, but like right now, it's probably ten degrees you know, I mean, it goes quick. The winters come quick, obviously Alaska, but so it's nice to be in those places like you guys are at because you pretty much like fish year round, right? Is that, is that the case? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, we can, we just bundle up in the winter, but we fish year round.
0: Yeah. Yep. Nice. Well, um, you know, I think we've gone down some roads. I feel good about where we've gone here. We've, we've got a feel for your podcast. Hopefully people are going to be heading over there to have a listen. Um, I did want to dig in. I always get these podcaster podcast episodes. I, I got to hear some tech, right? So on your pod tech, because I love to give people an opportunity. We've had some people definitely who have listened to the show and have started their own podcast. So what would you guys say from the podcasting perspective? You know, um, Well, first, let's just talk about that. Was it getting going on it? Was it pretty easy or was it hard? What would you say?
1: I'm gonna give my like two second spill here and then Caleb's gonna go techie because he's our tech guy. All right. So I'm just right, gonna good. actually step upstairs and check on one thing real quick while Caleb takes care of that. But um I would just say I, I have the mentality of just do it. Find a way. Don't don't be scared. Just find a way to do it and do it. For Caleb and I, we both talk a lot. He's a pastor, I'm a school teacher. So we already had the not being really frank if you can talk in front of eighth yep. graders all day you can pretty much talk in front of anybody so um that's kind of what we were but we found a i'll let him talk about the equipment we found to kind of get started and we he had to find all the platform and all that's literally all him and i just said hey let's just get people that want to talk about fishing and want about being fathers and let's not be scared to kind of not be great at the beginning right um and and kind of grow and improve as we go
0: yeah and then so caleb tell me let's go into a little bit on the the tech i know you guys are uh you know using anchor for your host um was the you guys have some mics and things like that talk about how you record so when people
2: <laughs> they call
0: in through like zoom right
2: yeah so we started and man if you go back and look and listen to some of our early episodes i'll just go ahead and apologize for like some of the quality because uh it's yeah. like you know, when, you, when you start out you're just trying to make it happen. like we were recording um straight through uh Oh golly, I forget the name of the. We had one of those little red box guys um, that's got the two mic XLR inputs. Plug it straight into my computer. Um, record, record through GarageBand. Uh, you know, just just making it happen. Um, I, I've I've got. Uh, we were allowed to borrow um, some like sure, they're they're called sure, and they're they're really more for like music, uh, like singing mics. Um, and so we're actually updating our mics right now to, uh, some of those, uh, road podcasting mics. Um, but, uh, we've been using those for a while and they've, they've worked for us, but, uh, there's always stuff to, to, to get better at, you know? Um, so we started out recording straight into garage band. Uh, we then upgraded to like, a the zoom, the pod track P4. Um, it's been really good for us for, uh, just, it, it's kind of helped dummy proof some stuff. Um, we, uh, I I I'm still learning how to edit audio and edit all these things and and make it better. Like that's just not I I'd, I'd never had any training in that. Thank God for YouTube. Right. Um, you know, YouTube university, man. I, I oh, highly yeah. recommend it. Uh you can learn anything thanks to YouTube and the internet now. Um, so I just did some deep dives and all that stuff. You know, we got started with anchor because it was free. Um, it, it's helped us out a lot as far as just getting it all pushed out to all the different platforms um and you know so we see a lot of listens from spotify and apple apple podcast app um and that was big in helping us that way um you know but we just we learned i learned a lot as we went uh we just we had to figure it out as we went along like i said if you go back and listen to some of those like those first 10 to 20 episodes oh yeah man sorry it's that's the way it like, always is it's, it's always like, yeah. like that it's just like you know i've told joshua i'm like part of me is like oh man should we go take some of these down um but now nah, we're leaving no, there because um, no they tell the story they're about yeah. it you know that you can see as we've evolved over time yeah I love uh, it. and uh so we, we've gotten better at some things and better at really the editing time Um, that's the thing for me is just finding the time to do all that like intentional because I've got a full-time job, you know, young kids at home. Most of my editing is done, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night after the kids are in bed.
0: Yeah. Um, How long does it take you to, when you do an edit? So if you have a 45 minute long
2: episode, how long does that take you? It totally depends, man. Um, if it's just me and Joshua, uh, if it's just me and Joshua recording ourselves, um, the, the, the pod track really helps out a lot getting our audio quality where we want it. Um, So it's not, it's not a lot. Uh, It's not a lot of editing there. Um, You know, we can, I can record a 45 minute episode of just me and him and uh, can usually knock out, excuse me, can usually knock out the editing in less than an hour. Um, Yeah. Less than an hour.
0: So about an hour. That's, that's, that's
2: cool. And then uh, if it's an interview, uh, sometimes it takes more than that. Um, because we might, have to, you know, you're always dealing with internet connectivity stuff and you might have to go back and fix some things. And, you know, sometimes it's funny, like we'll do an episode with somebody and we'll have some great stuff and they'll text us the next day and be like, Hey, you know, I mentioned this. I don't know if I want that out there. I don't want to burn that yeah. spot. And so we have to go back and check it all out. And, yeah, um, it happens occasionally. So, you know, yeah. So, so it just depends. Um, but we, we usually, we usually Knock, I can usually knock it out in an hour to two hours, just depending on how.
0: Yeah, exactly. Have you had any Have you had any guests on, and we don't have to call out anybody, but oh, yeah, yeah. been a little bit maybe kind of arrogant and maybe been a challenge for you. We were like, well, you did the episode, but maybe you you tried to make them sound better than than they came off. Do you ever have that issue?
2: We've not We've not ran into that specifically yet. We're pretty We're pretty upfront with most of our guests, um, and uh, you know, we also don't. We also have yet to have a guest on that we haven't spent some time talking to beforehand. Like we've never done any real like blind interviews where it's just like, "Oh, hey, you're in fishing. Like, come on our show." Oh, right. And they come there and they're like, you know, they're just complete jerks or anything gotcha. like that. Yeah. So like, right. we, we usually, Josh, and that's where Josh was really good at. Talking um, to him. It's funny how we we work like he's the he's the front man. He's out. He's promoting. He's doing all that. I'm kind of more the behind the scenes guy that's yeah. trying to make the actual, you know, nuts and bolts work. And it, it's a good system. It works really well for us. That's a great
0: tip. Right, that's a great reminder. What jo- you know, the Joshua, you what you have there, that sounds like you guys have the perfect split because doing this on your own you know, I know because I started out doing it on my own for a while yeah. and it is a lot of work trying to do everything, but you guys split the deal and you got one job, you know, Joshua's the, the head man or the guy out front and then you're the behind the scenes. That's pretty good. Is that Joshua? Is that how you see this? Does this work out pretty well for you?
1: Yeah. It just, it gives me the chance to, as Caleb said, really talk to people, um, from all over. And, you know, some folks will not really DM you back or they're yeah. kind of not interested. Yeah. And that's cool. No worries. But when you get somebody who, um, who kind of, Hey, I went and listened to an episode. I think this might be good for me. And I said, okay, well, what, what would you have in mind talking about? You know, not just, we kind of, we kind of give them a little bit. Of, and then that forms relationships. Um, you know, some people are no brainers. Um, when you can get, when you can get a Tom Rosenbauer, David Coggins, or, a um, Jim Klug from yellow dog fly fishing, he was a no brainer. Um, he, he had kids and talked about that. And, and then some guys we, uh, talk to more. And over time, like we've got some guys now we want to have on the show and, and, and ladies on the show. We just haven't, we're kind of ending up 2022 here. And so we've got to kind of start scheduling them out for next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. And it's tough especially as you look at it, because if you, if you do a weekly show, you know, that gives you 52 episodes, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if you end up going bi-weekly or every two weeks, now you cut that down to 26, right? Now it's like, wow, that's all I get for 2023. That would be, yeah. right? I mean, that's part of the thing you got to decide. But, you know, if those 26 people or whatever, you know, are great episodes, then it's all good. Um I was curious on the pod track. So describe that a little bit more because I wanted to just uh kind of nail that for people that don't know. This is a pretty cool device. that. So there's two Zooms. It's confusing. There's a Zoom company that makes yeah. these <laughs> devices. And then there's Zoom, like, we're actually... Uh, talking on zoom now uh for this thing but you're, you're talking about the actual company that makes these um devices to record on what um so when you have the pod track do you guys call your talk about how you call your guests how do they come into it
2: yeah so um we use the pod track 4 uh it's it's a great tool it it helped our audio sound so much clearer um and I, I i don't even understand all the tech and nuts and bolts behind why that is i just know it works um and so uh yeah, so we'll we'll a lot of times zoom uh, our guests in, and then we'll take the audio from their Zoom directly into the pod track. The pod track has a input; um, it has a uh, USB input that pulls their audio from their conversation. Uh, you can dial it in, get the get the uh, get the gain set just right, um, and uh, so we pull that in. We also record the Zoom. Um, just to make sure like we have a backup, backup. You yeah. what you're doing <laughs> yeah so just in yeah. case it falls apart um but uh yeah that that works well for us uh the cool thing about the pod track too is if you can't do like a zoom interview and the reason we like doing zoom interview is we feed off of like you know their the stuff like that looking yeah. at each other yeah um and so that that just helps us when we're conducting the interview um But uh, Zoom also has a feature, the pod track, excuse me, also has a feature where uh, you could even do like a phone call and bring their, bring their audio in straight from a phone call um, and get it dialed in really well, where you don't hear all the crazy, you know, if they're, I mean, we could totally do an interview with somebody driving in their car um, and, and dial back some of the uh, background noise and
1: i'm learning this dave as you are oh yeah, yeah. That, that'll, that'll tell you how much i have to do with that part of the show
2: that's
0: amazing i'm learning this. that's perfect that's what you want man you want to you know find the right person for the job and let them take the lead so that's it so the pot track has been huge for you guys and that's uh yeah and i've used uh, i've got a i've got a pot or i got a zoom h4 i've got a zoom i think H1, a one or h6 zoom is a good company they have a lot of cool yeah. tools. And there's a lot of, but at the end of the day, I mean, for those listening, if they want to start a podcast, it would be literally, you could do it with anything you could, you know, and go in
2: make it real easy. The stuff that's out there now, I mean, you carry around, you carry around a device in your pocket. That's probably good enough to record yourself. I mean, you might get some good stuff, but you could go in and edit it. Um, you know, we use GarageBand. There's a lot of great editing uh, tools out there, but. Uh, and that's my thing. I think Joshua hinted at this earlier. Like, if you want to go try this, go for it, man. Like, and, and that's, and that that's hard for me, but I've just had to learn the last several years. You know, I gotta be, I read, I read an author um, and he talks about this all the time. You gotta be brave enough to suck at something new. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and right. that's what we kind of had to learn how to do. Um, or at least I did. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of more of a, Josh, that's where Josh and I kind of even each other out a lot. Josh was like, dude, let's do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm kind of more of the like, Hey, like, I don't want to do it. If it's, not going to be perfect. <laughs> it's going to suck. So, so, yeah. So, but he challenges me and pushes me to go try new things. I rein him in sometimes. I'm like, Hey, like, let's maybe not go there yet until we you know, figure this thing out and make sure it's going to work. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but it, that's good for us. I think we, we, we help
0: each other out that way a lot. Yeah. 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 No, this is, and I think that you said perfect. I think that's one of my favorite quotes is, don't let uh, perfection get in the way of progress. Yes. that's You know, good. that's, that's like what I, I struggle with that or I have in the past, but yeah, you can always get it out there and always tweak it later and, and you always get better. So, so well, let's take it out of here in the, uh, this little segment, the real men segment we've been doing some stuff on with reels on Instagram. And I'm curious if you guys have, I love the music. So I'm trying to bring back in music because every time I hear something cool, there's always some music around it. So let, let's go there first with both of you guys. We'll start with the music and then we'll, we'll figure out if you guys actually have a, I'm not sure if you guys have any um, YouTube videos or anything we can highlight that would be uh, kind of interesting. But so first, uh, Caleb, why don't we start with you on your music? I'm not sure if you guys are different, but what's your favorite kind of uh, type of music, genre or band or whatever you want to throw out there?
2: Oh man. Wow. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think about this a lot. Cause to be honest, I don't listen to a lot of music anymore. I'm too busy. Listening. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll take us back to a time,
1: <laughs> Come on. but we do have, we do have certain albums that have to be listened to on rides to the river.
0: Oh, there you go. There, that's perfect.
1: So on the, on the way to the river, we typically listen to, um, Sturgill Simpson's, um, oh, yeah. album, yeah, yeah. uh, the ballad of dude and Juanita. And if, uh, if we listen to that we always catch fish so that's kind of a go-to for sure yeah um, my daughter can now that's sing true. that whole album through thanks to that she's <laughs> going on.
0: sturgill's great because he's like he's basically in the country realm you've got old country you got new country but you got sturgill who's like this guy who's new but he sounds old school right? yeah he's tyler childers
1: sound. does the same way big fan
0: yeah
2: yeah I, I guess for genre and music for me i'm weird man my dad just grew us up listening to so much just 70s and 80s rock and i still love it man i jam out to classic rock all the time um and uh there so I, I don't know i i don't i don't get into a lot of the pop stuff i listen to some folksy stuff every now and then so
0: yeah so are we talking 70s 80s are you talking more like led zeppelin or more uh
2: oh like uh credence clearwater revival just like that CCR, oh yeah CCR, um yeah, yeah. you know yeah beatles yeah, queen bands like that yeah big rock and anthem, stadium anthems you know all kinds of stuff
0: yeah. Perfect. Okay, good. Well, so that's, So I'll, I'm going to throw one of those in the show notes or some of that. I'll probably put Sturgill in there. Maybe we'll find another one in the show notes so people can listen. Um, do you guys do any videos out there? Do you have anything on, uh, like, I'm not sure if you have a YouTube channel or anything where we can look at some of that stuff?
1: We keep saying we're going to do it. Maybe 2023, we'll finally put a video together.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So it's coming. So that's on the horizon.
2: Our Instagram, though, man, is pretty sweet. Joshua Joshua does makes a lot of great reels. Oh, yeah. So you have some reels.
0: Oh, we got tons of reels. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good.
2: And, uh, Joshua, did you make a reel with that most in- recent Instagram story? Or did that just stay a story? What do you mean?
0: Oh, no,
1: I hadn't made a reel on that when I fall in the river.
2: Yeah, Joshua just posted a story the other day. It's probably down now. Maybe he threw it up there and the saved of uh, why you got to be careful when you're making videos walking to and from the river. He had a spill, and uh, that was, that's a good video. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll check
0: that out. I'll, I'll take a look at the, uh, the reels, and maybe we can, if you guys have something that we can, uh, we'll check back with you, but maybe if there's a funny reel, we can post as well somewhere and, uh, and we'll see if maybe we can add some music to it or something like that. But, uh, but nice guys. Well, this has been fun today. I think we'll send everybody like we've been talking here, dads on com, uh, if they have questions for you, but uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for all the time today and, and putting together the podcast. I'm excited to keep in touch and follow you guys as, as you move ahead uh, this next year.
1: We appreciate you, Dave.
2: Dave, thank you. Man this is this has been so great i appreciate what you're doing for the fly fishing community and um for other podcasters and uh man you're doing a great job and we're, we're excited to have you on our show too hopefully in the near future and uh we just uh, we just appreciate your time so there it is dad's on the fly something uh definitely
0: is amazing if you're a dad uh, if you're not maybe you're soon to be dad maybe you're a friend of a dad or maybe your son with a dad uh, either way, uh, Dad's on the fly podcast. This is a cool, a cool podcast, a cool resource, a good way to check uh, them out and keep the uh, fly fishing story stories going on. I want to give a quick listener shout out before we get out here today. David Knightley connected with me on Instagram. He is at All on the Fly on on Instagram. Like I said, he's on Instagram, and uh, he gave me a shout out. I think he was mentioning this winner. I was asking about fishing It sounds like he's gonna be fishing the Farmington River some of the cold some of the uh, through the cold season right I mean that's happening right now as we get into it November December. things are getting a little chilly and uh, and so I'm hoping to get out further to the East Coast so I'm gonna be in Ohio here and uh, and gosh I guess probably very quickly but I think next week we're gonna be heading out there as I'm talking in the future here but but I hope to get out on the East Coast. I would love to get out there somewhere east. Uh, and maybe that's in that area, or maybe it's somewhere out there. I'll have to check in with David again and check in with him, see what he thinks. But Dave, uh, appreciate your support. Appreciate you uh, checking in with me on social media and looking forward to keeping in touch with you uh, through this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to give a shout out anytime, uh, connect with me on social. Uh, Wetfly Swing, or send me an email dave at wetflyswing.com and let me know if you're listening to the show and if you have a topic or guest you'd love to hear I'd love to get them on just like we did for David uh, shout out to David that was uh, definitely appreciate you uh, like I said checking in and letting us know alright I'm going to get on to it we got a bunch of things we're getting ready we're getting geared up for this trip so I don't want to take too much more of your time I'm sure you need to get out on your water on the water as well. So let's do it. Let's get out there together on the water. And If you uh, want to get out on the water with us on an upcoming trip, give me a shout-out anytime, Dave at wetflyswing.com. And I hope you are going to have a good uh, afternoon going into evening. Uh, I hope if it's morning, you're having a great morning, start of your day. And it's, if it's early afternoon, I hope you are already having a great day. And I'm glad to be in your earbuds, uh, whether you're running, uh, jogging, hiking, fishing, camping, climbing, um, cartwheeling, whatever it is you're doing out there, I appreciate that uh, we're along with you on that journey. And make sure to keep that, uh, that cell phone tucked deep in your pocket so it doesn't fall out on your, on your journey. And, uh, and thanks for your support. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.